This is Michelle from Today's Followers. This podcast is a place where people can learn who they are in Jesus Christ and their purpose in life. Each episode will help you walk on a path that leads to following Jesus Christ and to walk with other believers into a life full of joy, peace, love, and victory. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Welcome to another episode of Today's Followers. Today I want to talk about what is my purpose in life. Do you ever wonder what it is that I am supposed to be doing in my life? Or you could phrase the question as, what is my purpose in life? You are not alone. Many people go through life feeling discouraged about themselves and thinking that they don't have a purpose in life. But that's not true. Whoever you are, whatever your life's experiences, talents, physical abilities, or role, you have a purpose. In the Webster Dictionary, the meaning of purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. Other words that we could interchange for purpose is aim, design, end, goal intention, intent, or objective. Generally, we think of an intention as something we meant to accomplish, but we usually feel free to change or modify our intention upon the unfolding of events. In the biblical sense, we may say that our sole goal, our uppermost goal, our single-minded intention is our purpose that set forth whereupon Every decision in life is based. For example, if a young lady's purpose, her uppermost goal, is to be a movie star, she may appear in nude scenes. But if her purpose, her uppermost goal, is to be a Christian and inherit a heavenly home, she will not appear in nude scenes nor appear in any immoral movies. She will not compromise. We can look at the Apostle Paul's purpose and mission in life was to live according to the will of God. Everything in Paul's life was surrounded around achieving his goal, his purpose. Later, Paul says in 2 Timothy 4 in verse 7, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. As Christians, we must be aware of our purpose in life, that which we have set forth to be our soul, our uppermost goal in life. If we desire to continue with the Lord, we must make this our uppermost goal in life. Everything else must come second to our relationship with the Lord Jesus. Jesus teaches this lesson in Luke 14 verse 33. So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. What is your purpose in life? What have you set forth to accomplish above all else in life? If your purpose in life is to serve God, stop and think about the types of decisions you will make in life. For us to know God's plan for our life We must go to His Word and learn what He commands us to do. Let's take a look at the verse in the Bible in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10. 
For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Notice two points in this verse. Number one, God created you. You are not an accident. The second thing is God has a purpose, a plan for you. You have a purpose in life. Let's take the next few moments to look at several areas of why you were created in this world. Number one, you are created to know God. Our purpose in life is to get close to God. The Bible tells us that you can enter into a close relationship with God through belief in Jesus Christ. Here are a few verses that shows us this. In John 3, 3, Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. In John 6, 35, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes in me shall never thirst. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. The second point is you are created for God's glory. Our purpose in life is to glorify God. In Isaiah 43, 6 and 7, it says, I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. The third point says you are created to praise God. Our purpose in life is to praise and worship our Heavenly Father. In Psalms 86, verses 9, and then in 12, All nation whom you have made shall come and worship before you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. I will praise you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and I will glory your name forevermore. The fourth point, you are created to grow in the fruit of the Spirit. Our purpose in life is to grow in character. The type of person you become is more important than your successes and failures in this world. I love this Bible verse about the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians verses 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. The fifth point, you are created to spread the gospel. Our purpose in life is to tell others about Jesus' love for them. In Psalms 96 verse 3, it says, declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all peoples. In Isaiah 12, in verse 4, And in that day you will say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his deeds among the peoples, make mention that his name is exalted. 
And then in Matthew chapter 28 and verses 19 and 20, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The last point in this section, you are created to use talents God gave you. Our purpose in life is to develop and use our gifts. In Romans 12 verses 4 through 8, it reads, For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and individually members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith, or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives will with liberty, he who leads with diligence, he who sows mercy with cheerfulness. Don't minimize your role. All Christians collectively form the body of Christ. The body is formed of many different parts. All, each one, are important. It does not matter which part of the body you are. You have a purpose. As the Bible says in in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and starting in verse 22. No, much rather those members of the body which seem to be weaker are necessary. And those members of the body which we think to be less honorable. On these we bestow greater honor. And our unpresentable parts have greater modesty, but our presentable parts have no need. But God composed the body, having given greater honor to that part which lacks it, that there should be no schism in the body, but that the members should have the same care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the members suffer with it. Or if one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. How do we find and achieve our purpose in life? Graduation is a happy occasion, an important moment in life, and a big achievement. But it is also a crucial juncture in life. In quoting John Piper, he stated, Don't waste it. Don't waste your life. This message is important for us all. I'm sure, however, that wasting your life is not at the top of your to-do list. If you are wasting your life, you probably don't mean to be. You might be wondering them, am I wasting my life? How do I know? Well, in order for something to be wasted, it must be spent in such a way that it does not accomplish its intended purpose. Your life does have a purpose, and if you don't want to waste your life, You need to know what your life is meant for. And you may be asking, where do I find my purpose? The Bible, as God's word spoken to you, is the place to turn to to find your purpose. And I'll make it even simpler. You can find your purpose in one short verse. In 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 6, it says, Yet for us there is one God, the Father, of whom are all things, and we for him, 
and one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom are all things, and through whom we live. We are made by God, and we are made for God. That's the answer. You exist for God. Your purpose is to spend your life for God, with Jesus at the center of everything you do and everything that you are. Unfortunately, there are two ways you can fail to do this. The first one is to spend your life on nothing. One example of this was there was this kid that was bright, fun, creative, artistic, and well-connected. But later in his college years, he he became aimless, isolated, and joyless. At one point, he was stuck in a dead-end job that was not related to any of his talents, education, or his passions. He had been involved in youth band at church. He went on Christian retreats, and at one point, he stated that he believed in some higher force or the possibility of a God. But it was clear that he had no faith in Jesus Christ. His problem was that he hadn't come to terms with 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 5 and 6. He didn't know what he existed for, or rather who he existed for. He had no passion for something greater than himself, no vision past the present. Maybe this describes you too. A missing purpose, fading passion, a lack of commitment to Christ. My friend, find that passion by spending your life and spend it for the sake of Christ. Spending it for something else leads up to the second way that you may miss your purpose. That second way is to spend your life on the wrong things. If the first way to miss your purpose is to drift aimlessly with no target, no goal, no purpose, the second way is to be motivated, driven, passionate, and laser-focused on entirely the wrong goals. You can achieve all the wrong goals. You can attain the American dream. You can climb the corporate ladder. But Jesus tells us that to spend yourself for this is foolishness. In a brief parable, he tells us about a rich man who had so much stuff he had to build even larger barns to put it all in. He was fat and happy, living large. But God calls this man a fool because he can't take these riches with him when he dies. What's more, all the wealth in the world wouldn't prepare the man to meet God because he spent his life serving himself. Money will be spent, beauty will fade, power will be limited, fame will be forgotten, and entertainment and pleasure-seeking will fail to provide the joy that you long for in life. Don't miss your purpose in life by spending it on the wrong things. The good news is that your life has real meaning and purpose, and you'll find it in the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus, God the Son, died in the prime of his life, only 33 years old, never having sinned, not one impure thought, not one hateful word, not one white lie even, a life perfectly dedicated to God. That is a valuable life, a meaningful life. 
And the Bible says that Jesus laid down his own life for you and for me. He sacrificed his perfect, meaningful life so that it could be applied to our imperfect life if we will just believe in him. This is what we call the gospel, the good news of Jesus. Jesus spent his life for you so that you could spend your life for him. When you trust Jesus to save you from your sins, he will do so. And he will give you a new life with incredible purpose and meaning. And there is a great freedom to be found in this good news. The measure of your life lies not in what you accomplish or how much wealth you have accumulated, but in what Christ has accomplished and in the riches of God's grace. You can exist for God through Jesus, whether you are mopping floors or marketing pharmaceuticals. In fact, the world needs both of these who will spend their lives to display the glory of God in Christ Jesus. So I ask you, how will you spend your life? I pray that you will spend it for Jesus.